0: Hi, I'm Maggie Hackett. And I'm Mary Frances Galandri. And you're listening to Between Between the Bookends, Bookends, which is a weekly audio series uh, about two writers and their experiences. This week's episode, um, we are going to be talking about what inspires us.
1: As well as um, writing rituals Mm -hmm. and our writing spaces. Um, this was actually came. This one actually came to us by way of my roommate uh, Ariel. So we have her to thank for our topic this week. Mm-hmm. Very good topic. So I think what we should start off is is by is talking about the types of spaces that are conducive to our writing. So Maggie, why don't you talk about what you need in a writing space in order for it to make, be effective for you to write?
0: Well, um, I usually like somewhere pretty quiet. Um, I don't usually listen to music when I write. I know you do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Um, I don't. Um, I I just kind of like to be in the zone, like (laughs) in my own head. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I usually like a quiet place. Um, it's usually my bedroom. Um, sometimes I'll write at my desk. Sometimes I'll write in my bed. It just depends, but that's what I kind of like in a space, just kind of cozy enough lighting. Um, Sometimes I kind of like to write at nighttime. I think that's more relaxing. Um, Also, like, after all, like, the stress of the day is over, it kind of gets more of the juices flowing so you can completely focus after you've finished every one of your
1: tasks. (laughs) Right, so accurate. Uh, For me, I can write pretty much anywhere, but ideally I do like to write at a desk just because it's it's i feel like i'm have to do something when i'm sitting at a desk so it maybe obligates me a little more to work i can write in my bed i haven't much lately not this year in particular and i do write at home like on the couch or in a chair in my living room but usually i mean if ideally i would sit at my desk um i know maggie likes complete quiet and a lot of writers do i mean i don't i can work in um noise um I'm actually helping um, with a young writers group right now, and the leader actually wanted the students in like complete silence, and I was kind of sitting there biting back my tongue because not everybody works well in silence. You know, everybody needs their own way of um, being able to articulate their ideas. Now, sometimes that's through um, noise. True. For me, I do like to listen to music while I'm writing. It actually inspires me and keeps the juices flowing for me. Um, so I, I do like to have like something going, usually not television that's a little too distracting, but music is good. Um, I usually like to do that. Um, uh, I'm the opposite of Maggie. I um, am most productive at writing in the morning. Um, I used to get up in the morning before class before an eight o'clock class. <laughs> that's when I got up before seven o'clock. <laughs> and I used to actually write for a little bit and try to get a thousand or 500, 500 or a thousand words in before I went to class. And actually, that was a really good method. It was a super good method for me because I would actually get stuff done because I'm fresh in the morning when I get yeah, up. that's true. Um, but She's usually, a
0: morning person. I'm not. <laughs> I am
1: a morning person. But usually I can write any time of day. The only stipulation I would say that is I don't like having really small, confined times to write. Mm, I like yeah. to be able, when I have writing time to dedicate, I like it to be plenty of time. Like, plenty of hours. Like, a f- couple hours block.
0: Yeah, and not feel like you have something to do, like, right after. It's so, so... that's too stressful. You want it to be something that's you can just work on and not have to worry.
1: It's very accurate. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's very true. And uh, I do write at night sometimes. It depends on the night, though. I feel like sometimes I get back pretty late um, for my um, internship, especially on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I feel like by that point, I'm, like, it's, like, by the time I'm, like, settled, it's, like, 9 o'clock. And, like, do I really want to start a project? It's, like, ugh.
0: Yeah, if you get tired and drowsy, it's like, and that would make it harder
1: to write. Like, if I was coming back straight after dinner at, like, say, 7 o'clock, hell, I'd give myself a good two hours. Because mm-hmm. that would be a nice solid block or two or three hours. But I just feel like by the time I get back, sometimes I'm so drained. And I do love, and the thing is, writing is a good stress reliever for me, but sometimes I'm just like, <sighs> it means I have to sit at the desk. Because sometimes I just feel obligated to sit at the desk. Because I try, I try to train my brain that bed is for sleep, which is actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's what I need in a writing space. Um, Like Maggie said, also, I need good light. Mm -hmm. Um, That's very important. I usually have several lights on when I'm writing just to brighten the space. I do like a bright space. And um, another thing, Maggie and I have talked about this before, another thing I do like, I do like a certain weather when I write. (laughs) I mean, obviously, Mother Nature is what she is. But I do actually like to write in thunderstorms. I think that's so fun. I don't know why it 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 amps up the anticipation. It gives that
0: kind of feeling of like, like the, the olden days, like writing at kind of like, you know, your desk with like a quill and like a thunderstorm. It gives that kind of like almost like a horror story kind of feel to like your writing area. I don't know. It's just kind of cool, kind of fun.
1: Yeah, it makes you think back of, like, the days when they had to write by lamp. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Lamp light, yeah. And I always, for some reason, I love the anticipation of possibly the power going out, even though I'm writing on a computer, because, let's face it, I leave my computer plugged in all the time, so it would be still brightening up the screen, even (laughs) if... So, I mean, it doesn't really... I think that's kind of the fun, too. So, I mean... But, yeah, ideally, that's my kind of writing space, but um, I actually don't have a writing desk at home, so at home I kind of have to make do so that's kind of the sucky part because I would love to to be able to have a a desk that's my own in a comfort zone like for me that's big enough because this desk I have at school it's big but I feel like it's not I wish I had like shelving up here and and like different things where I could put like all my research and all of that and just have it all at hand yeah so someday I will have I'm someday I I keep planning it I keep thinking about it because I I want one my goal in my house or apartment or whatever i get is to have an office like a writing office that'll be like a sanctuary for me so that's a goal for me to have a house really nice i don't have a lot of expectations out of a house i'm a pretty uh honestly a pretty simple person so if i could just have a bed (laughs) an office a cute little kitchen i'm all for little spaces so definitely so maggie
0: um oh i have another thing to add oh go ahead um, I also enjoy like riding outside if yes. it's nice weather. Absolutely, that's really relaxing. Me too. Good breeze, but oh. not too much. Yeah. like not like your hair is blowing in your face, but like good breeze and mm-hmm. like just nice weather, enough sunlight where you can see. That's not glare. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it's got to be like a perfect day to do that, but that's always fun.
1: I usually, um, if I ride outside, um, it's usually in the summer. But we have our, you know, you've been to my house, the porch. Mm-hmm. So I usually sit on the porch and write.
0: Yeah, I would, like, sit in my backyard or on, on our little patio and write.
1: And it's perfect because you just take your laptop and your lap desk. And I mm-hmm. actually have a plug-in out on my porch. Yeah, so, I
0: think we do, too. Um,
1: so it's nice. So even if, like, it's kind of windy, it usually blocks the wind. And the sunlight, you don't really have to worry about too much. But you still are getting that breezy feel and the comfort of the outside. And if you want to sit on the steps, you can go do that, too. I mean, yeah. It's just, uh, or even I could even um, I haven't yet, but I could sit on. We have like a swing out on the out on the lawn, so We could always sit there, or even at the picnic table. I mean, that's the nice thing about living in the country. You have a lot of options yeah, to where to, and sense. it's it, it it is such beautiful scenery that you feel mm-hmm. great sitting outside and getting the fresh air and having a dr- like I, I like always like having something nice and cold to drink. Oh, next yeah. to me, too. That's nice too. Um, but food yeah, food
0: is another important element of being. Like a writing comfort zone. I agree with that. I can't write or concentrate well um, on an empty stomach. Sometimes I'll get so engrossed in my writing, though, that I won't even realize I'm hungry until I'm done. I've done that. I'm like, wow, I just spent like three hours writing and now I'm starving. (laughs) But you don't realize it when you're writing because you're just cranking out the workout and you're just so engrossed in it that you don't realize you have (laughs) mean.
1: I have to have a drink next to me.
0: Yeah, I like drinking when I'm writing, too. Because
1: I'm just naturally someone who... I could always go for a drink like i don't know why i'm always very thirsty always always have been Mm -hmm. don't know why i don't know if that's an issue physically but i usually have um lately it's been water but i know a lot of people do coffee a lot of writers do coffee um but i usually do like water so i like something cold usually unless it's the morning in the morning like a nice hot chocolate's good or a chai chai latte something like that for that, but a lot of writers do coffee, but um, especially in the afternoons or during the summer, definitely like a nice, ice cold thing of water.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I just water or lemonade or like smoothies, even uh, other, sm- al- really lemonade's good.
1: good. I also like those ice drinks, those sparkling ices, they're like the oh, zero calorie drinks. Yeah, those are really good. I-, I-, I remember I would fill this cup I have right here with it last summer, a whole bottle of it, and I could drink on it for like all day. And have a, have ice in it, and it was oh, I did it all summer. <laughs> that was what I did all summer. I would just write and sit with that. Yeah,
0: it's a little brain food for your, uh, you know, your body too. Yeah,
1: like as you're typing. I do not eat while I write. Do you eat while you write?
0: Not usually. Me
1: either. No. I never have. I, I it's too much to try to yeah. do. Yeah. Cause like you can't type with both hands and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. it doesn't work. <laughs> like I'll take a couple minute break and grab a snack, mm-hmm. but no I can't I can't I know some writers have like freaking food and meals and I'm like "Eh, like take a break it's okay to take a break for yourself you don't want to fry yourself out Mm -hmm. either but um yeah I think those are all really important elements of how you set up your writing space um so Um, inspiration inspiration? yeah how does that I mean I guess where we're going with that is kind of how does this help your inspirational process like when you're inspired to write how does that how does your writing space and all of your the the pro your writing process?
0: I think like the space can help you write maybe like a scene in your book. Like um 100%. if you're writing like outside, maybe you're writing like I'm like actually you're writing like your characters are outside. So it kinda gives you like the feel of actually being there. It can help you more with um, you know, word choice and um explanation and description and imagery and i just think that like the like inspiration of it is it can it can either come from the space or maybe it just comes from an idea that pops in your head but usually it's influenced by something that you see so um i know we talked earlier um in previous episodes about my main source of inspiration is dreams that i've had right because um, I actually try and um, memorize my dreams and analyze them and I've gotten pretty good with it. Um, I used to keep a dream journal. I haven't been I um, recently because of, you know, obviously a life. lot of <laughs> life going on. Um, but that helps a lot to keep um, memories. You keep track of it in a journal. If you have an idea you might look back at it and be like, wow, that's like really something I could write about. Or um, you have a really like interesting dream, you, you could turn it into your own kind of creation and then you get this whole idea that leads to another idea and then boom, there's a book. So that's kind of where I get the main source of my inspiration and kind of also can help with like imagery and um, different things like that too that's, that can be really out of this world and really amazing.
1: Um, as far as my writing space and, um, and inspiration, um, I, am actually going to tie it into, you're going to be so sick of hearing about dreams, I'm sorry, (laughs) you're going to be sick of hearing about this book, but the other day I was, um, I got out my record player, um, and because the book is set, as, as I've mentioned several times, from the 70s till now, so for me, um, setting up my space, um, as of lately to accommodate my record player has been huge, because having my record player, um, at, right close to me and being able to like pine through the album covers and um through the lyrics and stuff has actually been a huge source of inspiring me to continue to go because i just i love it you know it's like it's it, it feels like like you maggie said it transports you a little bit so having like the crinkling of the vinyl and mm-hmm. the and the the big album artwork um it just makes you kind of feel like for a minute you're back in time a little bit like the other day I had um, my record player out when I was at home and I had um, Linda Ronstadt's Simple Dreams album playing on my record player as I was getting some ideas together for dreams because that's an album I, re- I did a whole list in the back of the book of albums and like films to watch based on I- your interest in the time period. And one of the albums, I, and I had actually hadn't listened to it until that day, was called was Simple Dreams by Linda Ronstadt and has some of her best tracks on it in my opinion. And it just took me there you know, like, listening to her voice and uh, looking at the photographs of her that were done for the album. It's just, like, it makes you feel like you're there a bit. Um, So, ideally, what I would love to have done is had my office completely decorated, like, the 70s, but I don't have an office. That would be so cool. (laughs) But, but, like, to kind of just... To be able to have access in my office, to be able to, like... I know a lot of authors do, like, cork boards above their desks so they can put up pictures of their artists. That's a great idea. Like, I wish I could do that. That's why I have to use Pinterest. Because um, I right because it's easier cause, because I don't can't do that so mm-hmm. I have to use Pinterest and um, actually in my book now I have um, like a, um, a section in my binder on Scrivener and I can go look up images and that's so having like my writing program that I actually use for writing set up so that I can look at inspirational stuff it's a little bit of the ease of using your program too I think so that's kind of another I think setting issue being able to be at ease with your research and using your research, being able to get your, to your research easy, I should say. Yeah, that's because true. Especially, um, I know you and I have written books that are very um, time period intensive. There's a lot of research to go with that. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dreams, I, I've got so much in my head, and I, I'm storing a lot of it in my head just because I'm, a, I'm reading different books and absorbing it. I, I've read, I'm, I'm trying to watch documentaries that are for fun, but at the same time I'm also looking at time period stuff, and I'm watching films for different little things, listening to record albums. I'm I'm, I'm trying to take in all forms of media that would have been around in that time period to kind of just mesh it all in to be as authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. So I think making your writing space available to do that would be, is is ideal. Especially for me. I mean, I would love to be able to have a permanent setup in my home currently, but I have such a small bedroom that I, I actually do not have room for a desk it's sad a writer doesn't have room for a desk. isn't that horrible <laughs> but it's okay um I do I, what I do love is being able to have a record player and be able to transport myself a little bit for, t- for this book in particular because I don't know if I'll ever write another book in that time period it, it'll depend I'd love to but you know you don't want your books all to be so similar and this book is such a step out of the box for me that I really want it to be unique and being able to create my writing environment so that it can be the best that's important that's hugely important And Maggie and I today, um, we're talking about um, a scene I'm writing that's set in a concert. And Maggie was, (laughs) I was telling Maggie that I was using my own concert experiences to illustrate this.
0: Uh, Ah, that's another
1: great source of inspiration. So I'll I'll tell you all a little about the scene. It's a scene where at a rock concert and um, there's women in the front row. And um, the women are trying to sweet talk the security guards into, you know, letting them backstage or getting them passes or whatever. That's actually um, something I saw happen at a rock concert hmm, when I was maybe a sophomore or junior in high school, about six years ago. So I saw I saw these girls, like, offering all kinds of things <laughs> to get backstage, and I just kind of was like, Haha, that's kind of funny, so I kind of borrowed that, and I was like, that's kind of a tip at the hat to that concert. But it, that was a Brett Michaels concert, by the way, so that should explain everything to anyone, <laughs> that why girls were offering to do things. It was... Honestly, probably the weirdest concert I've ever been to in my life. I have never been to a concert that hard, that rock. Like, with that real wild atmosphere. Because, mm. I mean, that was a real... I mean, there was a fight in front of me in that concert. Oh these two God. girls, like, beating the crap out of each other. Oh my my dad... <laughs> side note, my dad got really mad. And you know my dad. He doesn't get mad. He got real yeah. mad at these people. He said, you're ruining my daughter's concert experience. Aww. But, you know what? I guess those are things you just take into account later you use in your writing Yep. maybe these girls will end up in the book, I don't know (laughs) it could always work but yeah, I think using, also being able to look back at your own experiences um, in your own home, and kind of looking at those things in your house that you can identify, that's why, that's another important inspirational source
0: or even like people could ex- inspire you, not just experiences, yes. but also, yeah, definitely like people like you, those crazy chicks at the concert, um, <laughs> you, that can draw inspiration for a uh, personality or, um, uh, just someone that you want to write about. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a main character, you know, just yeah. fun kind of thing that makes your person seem a little bit more human, a little bit more real.
1: That's why even like going to like a concert or seeing a movie or something like that can always be inspiration to me. Like, I mean, to me that's why I'm taking in so many forms of media is because I feel the need that that's going to make my characters richer. Because one of my characters is honestly based on she's kind of Stevie Nicks in a lot of ways, one of my characters, very her. But only in a certain amount of ways. But i that's leading me to kind of um, look at Stevie Nicks in a lot of different ways. I've watched her videos like a million times, but that's just because I love her. So I watch her videos. You know, I watch the way she It's even in the way you have to do in the way your character moves, in the way your character interacts, in the way your character writes music. Cause that's, and their confidence, and their they're just energy. Even the there. way they dress. Yeah. Because this girl, I mean, she dresses like Stevie, but not quite like Stevie. She doesn't wear all the long black stuff. She does more like the flowy stuff, but still kind of inspired by her. Like the big, granted a lot of the 70s rock stars did the big drapey like um, sleeves on on their clothing. I love those sleeves, they're so pretty. (laughs) I did too. I was watching Almost Famous the other day and just watching all these costumes like, oh my gosh, (laughs) like I can't believe you're wearing this, but it's great. Um, But it's like taking those little things and just like even just inserting them culturally in and like, using the music and just being able to create a, it's, it's 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 all in actually a lot of that is all in creating a setting and a mood for your book in a way. Yeah, definitely. Which is kind of interesting. Well, I guess we should go into writing rituals. Do you have any ritual oh, yeah. things that um, you do, Maggie? Hmm. Well, any things you have to do in an order or things that you have to do while you're writing.
0: Things I have to do. Well, find somewhere comfortable. to be. So we kind of already talked about environment so I won't go over that again but find a comfortable environment that kind of makes you want to write you know, puts you in the mood of that book kind of Mm -hmm. um another kind of ritual I guess would be um maybe like the ritual of like like when I when I draw inspiration from to for a book idea, I, I usually um I go through all of my my um, my work again, my previous work, and then I see where I'm at with the book, and then then I write um just write right away. Usually, I have to kind of figure out where I'm at, what per <laughs> what character I'm using mm-hmm. um things like that, just to keep me in the in the here and now of the book and what's going on, going over all my notes and making sure I'm okay with where I'm at.
1: That was actually one of the mine. You you took one of mine. I always rewrite reread um something, part of what I've written at least before because obviously my current books are already like fifty or sixty thousand words, so I can't reread everything. But I usually reread most of the whatever chapter I'm in just to reorient myself and re get yeah. myself back into the mood. Um an old habit I had, I used to handwrite all my stories. Used to. Do not need more because um, it's not time conducive. And I type a lot faster than I write. Yeah. So, I—I I, there was that. That used to be an old ritual of mine. I used to have to write with certain pens. I was very <laughs> particular and fussy. Now, it's just like... I can't write in silence, though. I, I, I have found that out. I can't write in silence. I've tried. It's very... It's anxiety inducing for me because I don't like silence anyway. It's just, I feel like there needs to be something, not necessarily entertaining me, but just something that's going on in the background. So there's that. Um, I'm trying to think of any other rituals I have. Oh, I always make a playlist for my books. Oh, yeah. All the playlists are really cool. <laughs> I, like right now, I have a Spotify playlist if you all want to check it out. It's Dreams the Writing Playlist. And it's like, three and a half four hours of music <laughs> i'm checking this out right now i'm gonna look it's like three or four three and a half hours of music um that's inspiring me as i write dreams some of these songs it's uh seven hours i'm sorry <laughs> of music seven seven hours and 18 minutes of music so if you want to check it out please do but it's the music i'm listening to on my ipod um, while i'm working so i always make playlists uh, I also always have a Pinterest board for all of my books. That way, um, like I said, I can't have a cor- necessarily a real cork board, so I, that's kind of my virtual cork board, so that I can have ideas for visually like where my characters are, who my characters are, and like what they're doing. But I'd say those are my biggest rituals. I do do some uh, planning for my writing, so I usually have my binder, some or a virtual binder, some kind close by. I do a lot of. I noticed lately I've been doing a lot more prep work for my books, like. I'm planning my books out for months or even years before I actually start writing them, which is... Because Maggie's has been hearing about the idea for dreams since freshman year.
0: Yeah, true. <laughs> and I,
1: I hadn't gotten to it because I was... I, I, I start, like, once I come up with ideas, like, I put them in an order that I'm going to write them in. Me too. Like, for example, I, um, I'm i going to look at my... I have, like, a OneNote thing. i got to find it i have a OneNote thing that tells me like um my order that i'm gonna be writing books in let me see if i can find it but like i have like four or five books currently planned of where i'm gonna go next and where is it yeah i know duh why do you think i'm asking you it's acting like i've never used OneNote before <laughs> but i like it it allows me to plan super weird It allows me to kind of plan out my books. And, uh... That's really weird. It's not there. Um... (laughs) It's just really interesting because I feel like um, it keeps me oriented. Um... On my, um... It keeps me really oriented on my... On my stories. You know, it keeps me kind of knowing where I'm going. But... And it's not there. That's good. Great. I had this all written down. <laughs> now I don't know where it is. That's freaking me out. Aww. That's kinda of freaking me out. I've
0: actually never used one note before. I uh,
1: it mm. was literally just an idea to have my story ideas in. Mm. Um so now I'm kinda of freaked out because I had a whole way I had this planned. Um so anyway, that's not the point. But like I have like a whole order of my stories, so I usually have that planned out too. Like, so these books require a lot of planning, basically. But I guess that's what that was my whole point: is my books require a lot of planning, so therefore I'm planning them years in advance at this point. Yeah, but
0: I think it's interesting that me and you both kind of do like a whole a whole lot of planning. But we don't actually like do the detailed Outline, details. Yeah. yeah, like the outlining kind of.
1: No, we don't. And, yeah, and that's always been an interesting fact about us. we like free writers. <laughs> We're free writers, but we like an idea. We, yeah. like, we like seeing a lot of it come to light. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, those are my main writing rituals, I suppose. I mean, I think that pretty much covers the way it goes. I really think this was a really good conversation, though, to have and kind of discuss. I think so, too. Um, well I guess we'll kinda of wrap it up then. Um we actually have a Tumblr question. Oh we do. Yay, I right about that. So um Leo Wannabe said, I love to write and I'm really great at writing papers for school based on grammar on a grammar and technical standpoint, but I have trouble finding inspiration to do any creative writing because even though I enjoy it, I guess I just can't think of ideas that I'm motivated by. What advice can you give me to get better at this? I'd like to use writing as an outlet to express myself more. Thanks. P.S. Happy birthday, Mags. Aww. (laughs) Maggie's birthday is Sunday. Yeah, it is. So. Twenty-one, baby. I'm so excited. (laughs) So, um, that's an interesting question. It's hard when you can't find anything to inspire you.
0: I think, um, find something that you enjoy to do. Um, Mm -hmm. if you're really into music, write lyrics, like I do. Um, maybe, like, you're not so... Talented at music or whatever, just give it a try. You might like it. Um, Mary Fran actually dabbled around, and we wrote a song together for her book, so that was a lot of fun. We did. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I think that can be really inspiring and motivating if you if you love to sing, if you love um, the written word, and think words are pretty, then write some lyrics. And it's like poetry. It's it's fun. It's not really like work. It's it's fun.
1: It is um, another thing I would recommend if you're just not sure what you want to write. Is I would get um, look up online or get a book of prompts, like writing prompts.
0: Yeah, oh, that's great.
1: To just like try something, just to see if it gets you where you want to go, and you can take it any way you want. But I think, um, honestly, I think that that's one of the best ways to go. Is um, or even just write when it makes you mad or something when you're feeling a yeah, very strong very emotional. emotion. And just kind of pour it into something. It doesn't... I mean, if you want to be make creative, make it creative. But definitely I would go for using some of that um, inner feelings that you have bottled up. Or looking into some online prompts or a book prompt books that mm-hmm. maybe that could get you motivated. I have this really
0: great prompt book, which was... Um, it, it showed a picture and then it kind of gave like a little prompt. It's like, well, what what is this person doing in this picture? And, and can you explain it in as many details as possible? Use all your five senses and... It was just a really fun book to do and really explain like what was happening in the scene, maybe who the person was in the scene or animal or whatever it was in the picture, but it was a lot of fun so I definitely recommend that.
1: Well thank you Leah Wannabe for your question and we hope that helps you out a little bit. Um, Maggie you're used, so back to now to what we're reading. Now to what we're reading. Well, um, Maggie, you know. are you still
0: reading yeah, it? Yeah, I'm still where I am. Same book, Murder House by James Patterson. Very, very good book. Good. I, I think I know who done it, but I'm not completely sure yet because there's there's a few suspects in my head. But, um, it's a fun book to read, and, uh, I like it because I get to kind of play detective too.
1: <laughs> and Maggie hopes that you'll finish it eventually. Yes,
0: I hope that he'll finish it eventually.
1: <laughs> um, so. As for what I'm reading, I did finish that booklet from last week—the one that I wasn't so sure I was gonna like. You know, the one I was reading, the pirate one. Mm-hmm. That I, w- I didn't love it at all. Actually, oh, really? I just—I never felt like. Nah. I just didn't like it. I thought it got really weird too, and uh, I wasn't a fan. <laughs> but then I read because um, I was waiting for a book that came out yesterday to come out. So I read a short book in between called um, A Night in Black Leather, right? And it was about the... It was a really good, actually. It was a super good book. Really nice, like, 192 pages or something. Real short. Oh, I love those. But it was, like, really well done. I was kind of like... It was just really well written. A good little romantic suspense book. Currently... Currently, I'm reading One With You by uh, Sylvia Day, which is the fifth and final book in the Crossfire series. Aww. I'm (laughs) three chapters in. I know a lot of people have finished it. But, um... I really like it. Um, it's gonna be hard for me to say goodbye to those characters, though, because these are probably two of my favorite characters I've ever read about in literature. So, letting go of them is like letting go of an old friend. It's, it's like, even, it's like as a writer, when we let go of characters. Yeah. It's tough. A lot of times, I have a very difficult time not writing about those characters again, because I'm attached. And I have a feeling that Sylvia Day will be experiencing that as well as she continues to write her uh, new series, I've heard so but i'll let you all know how it goes um but yeah right now it's getting kind of interesting because he's getting um (laughs) he's a person who likes to solve his problems through physical intimacy and he's currently not experiencing any physical intimacy (laughs) it's it's quite amusing and i feel like it's so realistic in a lot of ways it's it's so raw in its in its format and i'm i love it that's why it's going to be hard to say goodbye to those characters so I'll let you all know how it is. I'll probably be done in the next two days because it's like one of those books you just want to devour, but you still but you want to make it last too. So that's yeah. what I'm reading right now. Um, next week, what are we doing next week, Maggie? Oh well, let's see what we're doing next week. Next week's topic,
0: drum roll, <laughs> drum roll <laughs> is
1: character development. That would be fun. We're going to do character development, because characters, in my opinion, are honestly... They're the backbone of the story. They're, you wouldn't have a story without them. Yep. It doesn't matter if your characters are human or animals. Mm-hmm. Or, or aliens. Or a cloud or, or <laughs> whatever. aliens or <laughs> the earth. Yeah. you got to have characters, and you got to have strong characters that your readers are going to remember. Yep. So, we look forward to having a lovely discussion with all of you about that. And, um... Reminder, please visit our Tumblr blog, betweenthebookends.tumblr.com. We're, I'm starting to post more on there, so um, please come check us out, and also um, feel free to leave us any asks or questions you may have, and we'll try to answer them during our show. Um, thank you so much for joining us again. We love talking with you to all of you again. But until next week, you'll, you'll find, find us between the bookends. bookends.